You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. The Trek Files, Season 8, Episode 6. Letter from Cosmopolitan Motors, April 25th, 1968. Welcome to The Trek Files, a look into the archives of Roddenberry Entertainment from the personal files of Gene Roddenberry. And now your host, Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek. Hey, welcome back, Star Trek fans. Hey, especially all you Star Trek historians. You, you know, you, this week, you Star Trek funky pop culture addicts. And I, that includes, of course, all of our Trekophiles, spell with an F. Everybody, you're going to have a lot of fun with our documents from the archives this week. Um, take a look over there at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Trekfiles. As you know, that's where our documents are every week. Hey, we're going to have a, a little audio sample of this week's featured paperwork. But then hang on. I will be right back with this week's special guest to dive into all this uh, room, room madness. Take a listen. Dear Gene, how are you? Just thought I'd drop a line to see how things are moving along. What's happening with the new series? Depending on when you intend to start shooting, I would like to make arrangements with you to use our new 650cc Benelli for the show. It is positively the hottest machine around, and the styling draws oohs and ahs wherever it is shown. Yes, yes indeed, Star Trek fans. We're talking motorcycles this week, because what more Star Trek topic is there than getting the latest model uh, Benelli <laughs> into the series? Yeah, these are all from 1968. What's great is we have Gene's reply to his uh, good friend here at Cosmopolitan Motors. So I'm thinking we're talking original series. We're talking goofy product placements and the things that a show can get into. So who better to talk about it than, yes, past guest, friend of the show, longtime friend of mine and uh, Star Trek veteran from all those years in the in, working alongside Rick Berman and dabbing his toe in licensing to um, associate producer on Enterprise as well and the remastered original series set. Dave Rossi, get in here. Aren't these just a pair of funky letters? <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> Hi, it's great to see you, Larry. Yeah, good to see you, man. Funky is the word that keeps coming to mind, so I hope I don't wear it out. <laughs> yeah, these, uh, you know, uh, I mean, look, there's a lot of interesting things about this. About this <laughs> a little exchange. Uh, first yeah. of all, what's the new series he's referring to? <laughs> I, I'd be interested to know what the new Gene Roddenberry <laughs> motorcycle series is. Uh, uh, it sounds like there had, yeah. you know, he had, he had leaked something to them about something. So, uh, uh, Benelli Trek, I don't know. What do, what do you call? <laughs> well, because I mean, you think about it, like like Easy Rider is a year away. I mean, I I was a kid, a little kid, but my brother was ten years older, and I can remember Honda and Yamaha and all motorcycles kind of got big in the late '60s, and they were a hot things. So I totally get, you know, the timing here, '68. Well, yeah, and it, it would have been interesting if they put the 650cc Benelli in place of the Jupiter car in Red Circuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's product placement. It was a, it was a, it was a motorcycle planet instead of uh, yeah. But that's that's the example of the product placement that that you know. And there's some uh, there are extant photos of Shatner just posing with that posing with that car. That the I don't think the company got as big a play out of it as they thought they would. They it's in the magazine ad, right? It was a I, it was a concept. The Jupiter Eight, whatever. Yeah, 
That's but, not what it was really called. That's what they just called right, it for the episode. Right, right, right. Uh, I think it. I, th- I think Reactor was the name of it. If it of course it uh, was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was just developed for some some concept car show or something. Yeah, and, uh, and ended up you know being placed on the show. And yeah, there are great pictures of of William Shatner uh, in it and on it, leaning against it uh, online. You can find pretty easily. But it sounds like it sounds like good old Jesse here, the national sales manager for Cosmopolitan Motors in uh, in Philadelphia, we should say here. Uh, whether they had a conversation or whether he's just cold calling him here, it sounds like uh, sounds like they well, had Cosmopolitan kind of- uh, Cosmopolitan Motors was actually um, they were a a pretty reputable known entity for importing mostly Italian style motorcycles into the U.S. Okay, um, so I don't I don't think they exist anymore, but um, but I think back then they, they were probably pretty well known if you were a motorcycle enthusiast, uh, which it sounds like maybe Gene had dipped his toe in it because he talks about it in his response. Right. Well, he's traveling around and look, this is April 68. So they've just got the third season renewed, but Gene's, you know, in that time, I don't know whether he'd done his famous, I'm going to back off because you won't give me my time slot speech. Uh, or what, but he's already thinking about the next thing and trying to get into that and how he's going to back off and hiring Fred Freiberger and all that. But um, he's traveling around and seeing people and, you know, big talking. I love how Jesse here says, how's that new series? I mean, is I talking about Assignment Earth? And Gene had just, you know, or is something else? Who knows? But it, apparently he thought maybe there was room for a Benelli in it. Um, yeah, it's it, that's. I'd be interested to know what the series was that he was talking about, and uh, if it was if it was in fact uh, the spinoff to Assignment Earth, that would have been interesting. Yeah, well, because I'm thinking, gosh, motorcycles and sci-fi. Oh, he's years ahead of Galactica 1980. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Look it, Look it up, up kids. We'll yeah. share our pain. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, but you know, if I'm just thinking Gene is just big talking and glad handing and, you know, they're just palling around over drinks, wherever, whatever hotel bar they happen to meet at or whatever. But it's, it's his reply. Gene like kind of brings him back down. He's social, but he kind of brings him back down to earth. It's funny. Yeah. Well, he, you know, and, and it makes you think that he is talking to a lot of people because, uh, you know, he talks about how he's had similar inquiries from, um, you know, other entities mm-hmm. to to promote, and I'm assuming motorcycles. And yeah, you know, well, he does say motorcycle series, so they must have specifically gone that way. Now, whether Gene just thought, "Oh, this guy's in motorcycles," so I'm just going to slant my you know gab at him that direction, but uh, or what in the world it was, but it was a hot time for the coolness of of cycles to be you know out there. And for Star Trek. And for Star Trek, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what what Gene pitches here is really, it, you know, I, I don't know what the tie-in is, but the tie-in is cool motorcycle, cool starship, and uh, you know, he just he just blatantly suggests, yeah, we hang it behind the, the the motorcycle, and boom, you're off and running. You know, he talks about the AMT model being so popular, uh, of which you know I owned ten of them myself. Um, <laughs> I only had two or three, so you beat me there. Okay. Well, there was a lot of damage involved <laughs> right. in a lot of those. <laughs> Starship Frontier Life was hard in those days. <laughs> the shoes were. Right. Buffalo's a tough town, Larry. Uh, out there on the neutral zone, yeah. 
Uh, but so he's that's what we pivot. That's what's funny about his reply. You go from him answering the guy back about these mo- to saying, how about we stick the Enterprise model in the back end of some of your motorcycle ads? I'm just well, he, yeah. You know. and, and, he, and he also gets into the, the kind of start of talking about demographics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he mentions that uh, university crowds and hip young marrieds, he <laughs> says in the letter, are, are you know, um, really relating to the show um you know those were all new metrics back mm-hmm. then you know, analyzing demographics to see what works uh to sell things in relation to shows so it's these are kind of genesis documents in a lot of ways yeah not not capital g genesis documents but <laughs> genesis <laughs> genesis is demographics forbidden yeah right. <laughs> and he it, talks about how, how shatner's a, a motorcycle fan yeah. And again, you can see uh, those images online as well. Right. If you type in, I think, you know, Shatner motorcycle. Yeah, or he Captain posed Kirk with whether it was his cycle or he's just posing with a friend or whatever that is. It's the lot. It's at the, I've seen somewhere he's at the lot. But yeah. this bit about uh, the thing about AMT, though, is we, we're so, you know, skewed centric to Star Trek models, but AMT was really, it's what, aluminum model? testing it's it was a they did test cars and they did their model kits from them and it was all about the car craze of the 60s too and car right. model kits and then the monster cars and you know the monster craze also but um they you know if you mentioned amt in a lot of circles people are thinking cars and car kits and and that kind of thing so he's thinking style and you know style on wheels so sure. you know to have the enterprise stylishly cool in the background of a motorcycle ad might not have been so bad. But I like what you said, though, about uh, what is Gene doing here, trying to go with this idea and start a bidding war? He's <laughs> Well, yeah, it's interesting, you know. Um, or is he just big talking here, you know? Yeah, I mean, saying giving somebody that kind of that kind of pushback and saying, look, we probably should service only one of them. So let's get talking. I think he was angling for his own motorcycle is mm-hmm. what was coming out of that. If nothing else happens. Yeah. And that's funny because he says, I want to try your your 650. I've had my own 250 out every Sunday. And I'm thinking he's in 68. He was born in 21. So he's like 50. He's, uh, uh, yeah, 47. So what there's the famous story clicks in my mind about the night of the Caltech protest at NBC that John and B. Joe helped, you know, as part of the, the mail writing campaign, right, to save the show for the third season, but also how it was really Gene kind of fomenting a lot of that, and how he talks about being on his cycle, watching across the street. Have you heard this? No. Yeah, Gene's talking about being on his, uh, or someone remembering for Gene, how he kind of drove by on his cycle, totally incognito, you know, in his black leather, just watching what the kids are doing at NBC protesting. But he's totally, you know, not not letting on that it's him. And he's just watching. And I just I read that thought. I wonder if he's on his 250 because it would have been you you know, just a couple months before this. There you go. So, no, he was definitely into the cycle. But it's also what is he? He's like in his late 40s. He's hitting his midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> And he's and he's in the middle of just he's either just about or he's in the middle of divorcing Eileen here, too. So just as, you know, Gene's state of mind here, it's all kind of it all fits yeah, together. Yeah, I think he, I think he could be angling for a new 650 CC with this letter. Uh, and I love, of course, how he ends it, which, you know, he gets to end 
things this way. Best of luck in all your enterprises. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, you you handled um, inquiries. You were an interface with licensing and merchandising for for Rick for Rick Berman. Part of your tenure there as the years went by in the offices. Did you ever have wacky? I mean, that was like a lot of mundane licensing deals. But did you ever hear about, you know, did anybody ever come in and pitch crazy out of the blue ideas like that at you all? Oh, I'm sure there, I'm sure that there were, I mean, I, you know, um, there's, you get so many things that are, that are legitimately wacky that it starts to blur the line of what was a real request and what wasn't. But I do remember one where, where, they were talking about maybe putting the enterprise on condoms and you know, I shields up yeah. yeah, or on toilet paper. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, things like if it's, if it pops into people's minds, they pitch it and you know, they're all just trying to make a buck. There's no real, you can tell when a, when a licensee is reverent of the product and when they're not, and when they're trying to make a buck. Yeah. So, you know, there were a lot of things. I, there was no way for me to see everything that came across licensing desk. I mean, they, you know, well, my job, my job was to, to, to try and elevate everything. Right. Right. right? And, uh, and, and certainly that's what license, the licensing group wanted to do as well. But, but, you know, it's a, it's a well, business and they have yeah. numbers to get and, you know, yeah. I guess what I'm wondering is if somebody on a high end just thought, you know, li yes, licensing is the routine way anybody would approach this. I just wonder if there was anybody, you know, buddy to buddy palling around, just made a, just did a Hail Mary and thought, well, I'm, I'm, you know, Mr. X, the chief executive officer of so-and-so, and I'm just going to throw this at Rick or throw this at Rick's office. I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything like that from a licensing standpoint. And, you know, I mean, we were pretty insulated from it, right? I would mm -hmm. go to licensing meetings where they would kind of, we'd sit around a table and they would go around the various licensing divisions and kind of roll out what had been presented, right? So we've got this, this, this in the works, this is in the works. Um, and we would, and, and they would only bring us things that, that they understood, you know, there was a language, there was a shorthand. So we all kind of understood what we were, what we were going for. And then once they locked onto things, it was our job to kind of elevate it. And, uh, but I don't remember any, you know, if, if Rick had a buddy or, or, yeah. or something, someone had come to him that it, it, it you know, <laughs> it's just I'm just wondering if there was a, you know, if there was a Jesse Levine out there that would just pick up the phone and give Rick a call and say, Hey, Oh, I'm, it's quite, it's quite possible. Quite possible. And he quickly uh, shunts them out to you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing really comes to mind, unfortunately. Um, you know, there, again, a lot of wacky ideas that just kind of were wacky ideas, but, uh, you know, it, it, uh, I, again, it's, uh, and it's cyclic too. I mean, these the same bad ideas often come back to the fore. You know, in in the script department, it was the amount of times we got pitches for Elvis on the holodeck. You yeah, know? yeah. But it's a, it's the same kind of thing, right? It's, um, uh, yeah. So, no, I, I there isn't, but um, but I'm sure they were there. You know what? I'm going to find out. I'm going to call the people that I know will have these answers and I will report back to you. OK, OK. No, I, and I'm totally and I totally get licensing got all manner of uh, of ideas. I just again, it's just this Hail Mary of I'm just going to go, you know, uh, 
CEO to CEO here and see what we can throw together. It's just it's just funny. But mostly I'm trying to think what what little you know, eight-year-old me, 10-year-old me, even into the 70s would have thought if somebody had plunked down the Enterprise. I'm sure there are, there are uh, you know, like you'd stick Kirk and Spock on the RCA TV ad. That's one thing, right, on the screen. Right. But to actually use the, and he was talking about, hey, we'll loan you the, you know, the model that's going to wind up in the Smithsonian, although who knew in 68 that was going to happen. But uh, we're going to uncrate the big 11-footer and, <laughs> and right. let you do a photo shoot with it for your, uh, yeah, your two-wheelers. Well, I think that, I think that uh, you know, 10-year-old me would have just loved to see the Enterprise. Yeah. So, you know, if I were to open a Sears catalog and there was a, whatever it was, <laughs> Look Magazine or whatever that it was, and, you know, there was a, a, a guy or Captain Kirk sitting on a motorcycle and and the Enterprise was behind him, I would say to myself, when I'm older, I want that motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, that's how powerful it is, right? <laughs> if it's good enough for Captain Kirk, it's good enough for me, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were the Kirk, dude. I I was indeed. Yes, yes that would have affected, that would have worked on you, yeah. Now well, see, if it were Dr. McCoy, you'd have been riding a 650cc Benelli right now. It was, <laughs> that's, I don't know, Dr. McCoy would have to be in his, I don't know, his Buick Riviera or something, whatever. Uh, whatever whatever would make me feel better and ease my pain. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, listen, Dave, I knew this would be a, f a fun one to, to go through. And I could think of nobody better to sit down and, and yak about it with you. And and also bring that insight of uh, the the modern day wacky or the wacky of years later. But thanks for thanks for jumping in with us again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Hey everyone, The Trek Files is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. All of our documents and your chance to comment as usual are available at facebook.com slash thetrekfiles. Now for more deep diving of Star Trek behind the scenes, visit Dr. Trek and Portal 47. That's me at larrynemachek.com. That's where you can link in for all the new Trek Files swag and shirts at our Tee Public shop too. Trek well, everybody. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.